Welcome to the Midlife Gamers, the show about two guys in their 30s talking video games. My name is Corey Beasley, and joining me, as always, on controller number two is my partner, Ashton Strong. How are you today, sir? I'm doing all right. Tired. Again. <laughs> your sleep is still thrown off from your Star Wars marathon, huh? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's going to be sorted after it's night, hopefully, but yeah, I need naps to keep going, apparently. <laughs> So for anybody who doesn't know, last week we celebrated our 10th episode of the podcast and we dedicated the entire show to Star Wars. We talked about the games, we talked about the movies, we talked about the shows, the books, everything in the Star Wars universe we tried to talk about as much as we could. Actually, it ended up being our longest show so far. I think it clocked in at like three hours and 12 minutes. And there's stuff I remembered to talk about after it was over and I was like, damn it. I I wanted to talk about it. Example, in Mando, there's that R2 unit, but it's not an R2 unit. He's got legs and stuff. And I was like, yo, this is cool. I know. I know. It was fun. It was a really fun episode. So if you guys didn't see it or hear it at all, I'm not sure if it's probably, is it still up on our Twitch channel to go back and rewatch? Yes, it is. How, how long do those stay up for? Since we are a prime uh, account, it's 60 days, I believe. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, well, you can do that. You can go back and watch our previous videos of the, uh, of the episode. Um, or you can always find us on Ashton Cube Streamless Plug. <laughs> Oh, it's time to do the shameless plug. Where can you find us? On Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Audible, wherever you listen to your podcast, though. What up? I was trying to cue you up there. Sorry, I'm tired. Don't worry. There'll be there'll be plugs. Don't worry. I got like five more in me. I'm I'm designing a shameless plug shirt. Because I plug. And we just got cheered 100 bits by Kozanker here on Twitch. Thank you so much, sir. That's amazing. Thanks for the bits. Um, so, yeah, so speaking of the t-shirt and the bits and everything here, uh, a couple ways you guys can support us if you're enjoying the show so far. Um, we have a merch store up now. You can go check it out. We only have one t-shirt designed so far. I'm working on a couple more to get up there, but uh, for right now, we've got t-shirts, hoodies, and you can even get a mug with our logo on it if you want to. Yeah. Drink the coffee I desperately need. <laughs> Um, but as always, you know, you can come to our Twitch channel right now is September. So right now all Twitch subscriptions are discounted. I think a one month subscription, uh, over your PC, if you subscribe that way, I think it's three 99. I'm not sure. Cause I, one thing I noticed with Twitch is that they actually charge you more if you are subscribing from your mobile device than if yeah, you're not. I was going to say, I, I was going to look at sub prices right now. It's like $6 on my app. Like yeah. On my, uh, yeah. IPad. So like, I know if you go to PC, it's like, it's like three ninety nine for a one month subscription or something like that now for a channel. So a couple ways you can support us. If you, uh, if you guys want to at any point in time, we definitely appreciate it. It helps us keep this show going and we have big thanks for all of our supporters so far. We just got cheered another, <laughs> so we got cheered 69 bits from because bacon, because bacon last week's streamer of the week. And uh, gracias. yes, yes. Aside from donations for the channel here uh right now uh i'm dealing with a little bit of a family 
dilemma here. Um, our, uh, our family cat, Ella, uh, ended up coming home on Saturday, uh, sustained some pretty major injuries. We don't know if she was hit by a car or if she was attacked by something, um, but she suffered a broken jaw, a broken leg, um, and a couple other like, like gashes, and, and she's beaten up pretty bad right now. Uh, we managed to be able to take care of the leg, but the jaw is going to be incredibly costly. So I did start a, a GoFundMe for that. Um, I'll post a link up somewhere after the show, or I will actually put it into our chat right now, and then I'll attach it to um, the uh, the show uh, preview text there, basically the show summary. I'll put a link in there to the GoFundMe as well if anybody wants to help us out with that because the vet basically said that this cat has a lot of life ahead of her if we can just get her get her treated. And right now, like it's it's insane how expensive it is for like procedures for animals it, it's nuts so but if anybody wants to support i will uh, i'll post a link up for that i will do it in our twitch right now all right so before we dive into things here uh, every week we do a streamer shout out of the week brought to you by the cr gaming community the cr community is an awesome community where you can grow as a streamer if you're a small streamer you're looking to meet some other streamers and grow your twitch channel it's a great place to be uh, so definitely check them out um, again i will post links to them uh, to to check them out and join if you want to they are a support for support community it's not follow for follow sub for sub anything like that great community to be a part of so this week's streamer of the week is madz88 it is m-a-d-z-y-8-8 go check him out he's a really fun streamer to watch really interactive channel um great dude he's got a super deep voice which is awesome it's kind of a he's got like an uh, a uk radio voice almost um but okay. but he's uh he's he's a pretty fun dude to watch so uh, one of his taglines is go ape so whenever you are on twitch and he's live definitely check out madz88 and go ape with him but now it's time time to dive into the gaming news Gaming news time. A lot of news. Boop, beep, 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 Yeah. The war is on again. <laughs> the console wars, once thought over, has been reunited. <laughs> so, we now have an official date for both the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 releases. Um, we have a like street release date and mm -hmm. we have a pre-order date um the xbox is set to start doing their pre-orders on september 22nd and playstation was supposedly up in the air right after the event ended today um but then it switched to oh they're going to be available tomorrow then it changed to oh no they're available right now and because of that pretty much every retailer right now at least for their online inventory is completely sold out of their pre-orders of both the disc and discless discless edition the digital edition of the ps5 which is bad news because apparently they were originally hoping to do 10 million as their initial one was uh, counted at five but they were like we have faith we could double it up apparently there was a ship uh chip uh short shortage mm -hmm. and they are cutting back to six million 
from what I last heard. See, now there was another report that I was reading that refuted that Sony refuted that, saying that no, that 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 wasn't really the case, and that whoever spoke on that wasn't an official spokesperson for Sony, and that that everything should be still a go. Now I don't remember where that source was from, but I know it came up when I was just basically researching because I've been I've been trying to research everything about the PS5 because I've wanted mm-hmm. to know when when we're going to be able to pre-order it. Of course, when it was going to release and everything. Um, oh yeah, we haven't mentioned when they are going to release. The Xbox is coming out on November 10th, and the PlayStation is coming out on November 12th. So they are literally releasing two days in limited each other, limited countries: U.S., Canada, right. Japan, U.K. There's a sixth one, I think. Yeah, I know. Like it's, I know the 19th is a big release date for for some countries. I don't, I don't remember which ones they are, but I do know that for the PlayStation, anyways, the 12th and the 19th are the uh, are the two big days that the uh, this, that the system will drop. Um, my take on the pre-order selling out is, and I, I could be completely wrong about this, but Walmart, as far as everyone knows, were actually the first ones to put their pre-orders live at least in the u.s they were the first ones to do it um what i'm thinking is is that because sony said that pre-orders would be available tomorrow i think some retailers might have made them available tonight to make sure that tomorrow things would go off kind of with limited problems because mm-hmm. all of these retailer sites now especially their pages for the ps5 are, crashed. are they're crashed yeah they are crashed so I, I'm kind of curious if maybe there was just a limited uh, inventory available and then probably you know, and now like, you know, tomorrow now Walmart already officially said that they're going to have more available um, on September 22nd, I think is what they were saying. So, um, you know, we'll have to wait and see w- what more comes of that. They also haven't really said anything about the um the stores and like what stores are going to receive and how that all is going to work so we'll uh we'll just have to wait and see i'm uh, i'm really curious how this is all going to go off just because you know even though there is a decent amount of consoles that are being released or about a number of consoles being released it's still limited in, com- in comparison to what we've seen in the past so I don't know. Um, it's uh, it's good to have dates now for everything. Uh, I'm, yeah, that's I'm, pretty cool. I'm happy about that for sure. But with the Sony event today, with them unveiling the price and the release date and everything, uh, they also released a, a kind of a slew of n- new gameplay reveals for games and mm-hmm. n- new games that we really didn't even know about. Started uh, off big. Yeah, yeah. Um, But what I thought was kind of cool is this PS Plus collection that they're doing. Uh, I feel like it's kind of an answer to the Game Pass for Microsoft. Um, I'm not sure if you read up on it or not, Ashton, but basically when the PS5 launches, if you have a PS Plus account, you are automatically going to have access to over 100 PlayStation 4 titles to download. I mean, that's cool. So, and I, I, I was under the impression that it was just like, Here's these 10, 10 games that are upgraded for the five. No, no. They're they, on they your mainly, account now. They mainly focused on those few games because those were like big time exclusives. Um, but they're going to be... Uh, but they're going to be bringing that, bringing a whole bunch of games. And I guess like supposedly it is going to be PlayStation's uh, answer to the... Uh, to the podcast or not to the podcast oh my god i can't where the podcast wish you could listen on spotify (laughs) apple google amazon audible wherever you listen to your podcasts 
<laughs> I can't speak right now. Um, so in no particular order, we can start running down some of the games that they uh, that they showed off. Uh, one of them uh, that I want to start with here was Final Fantasy 16. Whoa! Um, I you know for the first time. In a long time, I'm actually like legit excited for a Final Fantasy game. I have no qualms with any of the games whatsoever. Um, I actually, I kind of fell off a little bit after ten. I still played a lot of them. I still played. I played thirteen. I liked thirteen a lot. Uh, never really got into playing fourteen just because I'm not a big MMO guy. But, I play it. Yeah, I know you play it. You play it a lot. But uh, sixteen looks awesome. It, it looks yeah. it looks like they're going way back to their roots of like what the final in terms of old is. fantasy. Yes, in terms of old fantasy, there's a big focus on the crystals again. Like it's uh, it, it, it like I was like holy crap. And but the thing is is watching the gameplay, it, it's incredibly fast compared mm-hmm. to previous Final Fantasy games. It reminds me a lot of uh, the engine in fifteen because there's a lot of warping and mm-hmm. a lot of just open-ranged combat. Yep. Hep for you throw a little Devil May Cry in there with, like, yeah. the arm system because, like, he's using, like, summon elemental powers in his combat, and it yep. looks freaking awesome. Yep. No, it's freaking a... It, I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm excited. When I first started watching the show, I honestly didn't know that it was going to be Final Fantasy at first until, you know, you started seeing, like, Bahamut and, and started talking about crystals and, of course, with mm-hmm. Chocobo in there. But, um, but, like, for the first, like, maybe, like, 30 seconds of the trial, like, I'm like, I wasn't thinking Final Fantasy uh, just because it's been so long since they have, you know, done a game that's been, like, re- uh, rooted in the medieval style. Mm-hmm. So I'm... I'm really excited to, to play this um, one. It looks like a lot of fun. The major, the the producer behind it, uh, let me, uh, Nokia, uh, no, Nokia, uh, Yoshida, um, he's the main producer and the one who basically rebuilt Final Fantasy fourteen after its initial awful, mm-hmm. like, launch. Yep. Um, he's been looking forward to doing old fantasy stuff for a while. He's not the director, but he's still the main producer on 16, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really look forward to it. Um, yeah. There's a lot to it that just... It, it looks it looks fun. The characters look fun. The... Uh this, I mean, I, 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 I still call them summons, but the uh, all of the mm-hmm. all of the summons look look awesome. It it kind of like with the character models and everything, especially for the summons stuff. It it has a bit of like a From Software Dark Souls vibe, just because of like how much detail they are able to mm-hmm. engrave in all of these you know characters and these models. And now you know, given the capabilities of you know the next gen systems and everything, um, so I'm I'm definitely excited to to play it when I it actually out. um I watched most of the Sony stuff with my uh FC mates which is like a guild I play Final Fantasy 14 with them and we we're actually talking about how it's interesting how the the summons will actually play a big part in, in the lore and yeah, the story and stuff yeah. which is like kind of like a first for as much focus there is they're not just and a side piece no they're not just like hey no no they're like important like they are mm-hmm. the goal of the game pretty much and i'm stoked everyone's yeah. excited love yep. it love it yep D- did they is that gonna be a launch title or no no that's no still probably, probably not say that's still still they don't the next time they reveal any information about it will be next year okay um 
it will probably come out in 2022. It's been in development for two years, <laughs> knowing roughly. Square, knowing Squaresoft games. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got, a, we got a game we're making. It looks really awesome. You'll see it in seven years on the next console. <laughs> oh, a normal for main title games, the development cycle, they're only like roughly no, five know, years apart. I, 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 I realize I'm being an asshat when I say that. I think it's just funny because didn't we initially get a Final Fantasy VII remake thing during the PS3 era? I mean, that was a tech demo, but technically you're right. They did start working on it back then, but their development cycles are weird. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they get stuff off the ground as in like, hey, this is a project we will work on, but... Mm-hmm rarely do games actually get any more development time than three years yep. with Square. Which is a lot in terms yep. of like uh, game development cycles yep. too. So, While we're on the topic of fantasy here, um, another game that they unveiled at the... Uh, <laughs> oh, John Williams, you glorious, glorious man in your soundtracks. It's Harry Potter, but it's not Harry Potter. No, it's not Harry. It's, it's, it's the school. It's, it's you, Potter. Yeah. It no. makes me wonder, like, they didn't really show a lot in terms of gameplay. But like, I have a feeling it's gonna have like an old school fable vibe to it. Yeah, it's it's got to be like a actiony yeah, magic RPG action, thing. Oh, but I mean, we already know it's open world. Um, the world looks awesome. Like yes, it, like the the game itself. Apparently, this game was actually talked about like three years ago mm-hmm. and was supposed to be launched a long time ago. But I don't know what happened. I haven't read into it enough. But we're actually finally getting the game now. Uh, it's called Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, it's basically set in the 1800s and you create your own character and it's a choose your own destiny type story uh, which kind of makes me gives me that whole fable vibe just the way the whole game is set up and it and there's going to be like you know consequences for all of your actions throughout the game they're going to be bad guys they're going to be good guys yeah i mean the game looks really cool i mean it looks like they put a lot of work into it it looks fun it's definitely triple a that is a triple a game yeah yeah, and I mean, like I said, it, it came out. News about it came out like three years ago, but I never knew anything about it. And then when they uh, when they showed the trailer today, I was like, oh wow, this actually looks awesome. And then you know, my girlfriend, she's a big Harry Potter fan, so I showed her, and she's like, oh my god, that looks great. So, <laughs> but, big um, excitement. But no, I'll I'll definitely be checking checking that one out when it comes out. Is is it an exclusive? I don't think that what it no. could have been and that's a weird thing too just for a whole as the event you'll see a trailer and it'll be like exclusive on playstation 5 but then down below it's like and also on pc for like a lot of these games yeah. um before we move on here because Bacon has cheered us 131 bits here on the show. Thank you so much, Because Bacon. You are amazing. And yes, you do need to go watch the Final Fantasy trailer. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, it's lit. Watch it like five times, and it'll slowly start making sense. They, uh, I mean, they, they showed off a bunch of stuff at this event. Um, another one that you know, was really intriguing um, only because you know, we've seen this done before with Capcom games, but uh, Devil May Cry 5 is getting a like, special, special edition, edition where, with ray tracing and performance mode. And I mean, 
I've only played a little bit of five and it's fun. Mm -hmm. It's really fun, but it's crazy because the trailer that they showed today, like visually looks worlds better than the one we currently Oh yeah, totally. (laughs) And a big thing with the trailer too, which this will be spoilers if you see the trailer, but it's about Virgil Mm -hmm. and not the you know whole tra- trailer, but it's mostly gameplay based off of Virgil, which if you did not know this is already technically in uh, Devil May Cry Five. It's in the data. There's been mods that let you play as Virgil in the game. He has like his own combos already built in the game. So this has kind of been like a long thing, like a long time coming kind of thing, and uh, he's very important to the story too. Mm-hmm. Like the super most important character to the story of that game and it's going to be weird ha- playing as him especially since spoiler he's the main antagonist of the game <laughs> <laughs> they kind of show that off in the trailer i'm sorry it's the trailer but yeah it's going to be weird how they do the story like he could do crazy things too like mm-hmm. he could summon another character outside of himself and completely yeah. change his it's going to be one of the best games to ever come out in terms of action, <laughs> character action games. Say, that's high praise, dude. That, that's yeah, really Devil May Cry is good. Mean, yeah, it is good. I, I enjoy Devil May Cry. I mean, it was, it was weird because when I first played the original Devil May Cry, the only thing that was selling me is like, from the makers of Resident Evil. I'm like, yeah. I'm like oh, okay. And then you start playing. I'm like, like this is this isn't scary but it's still really fun to do like a 400 hit combo on a demon <laughs> well you know originally devil may cry was resident evil 4 but then they changed the route they wanted to take it mm-hmm. so they just took whatever they had turned it into his own game that's why there's a lot of pre-rendered cut uh pre-rendered backgrounds there you go mm-hmm. I forgot English for a split second, everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. And, like, why, like, why it's so stiff feeling and why, like, combo stuff isn't as developed because it wasn't supposed to be mm-hmm. that. And it's just cool that it's come to this far and it's so fine-tuned and it's just so good. Those, those hack-and-slash button masher games are fun. They always have been. They always will be. I've I've crushed a controller many times playing uh, playing Devil May Cry. Not actually physically crushed it, but like I've gone I've gone ham. I've, on, I've on squeezed the, the controller <laughs> once. I've I've squeezed it to, to death. Um, it's basically like Bayonetta is like uh, a spiritual successor to a lot of Devil May Cry. Yep. Um, and I love that game too. That like game's great. just everything Platinum does as a whole was spiritual successors to devil may cry um and like i'm glad it's getting like the recognition it does now i want to play stuff. i want to play bayonetta too I, I haven't gotten to because that's a switch exclusive right yes it is yeah and that, the that third one is me. also going to be one too that shocked me that those games went switch exclusive they must have nintendo gotten, they, was like give me that money give me <laughs> money no, nintendo was like here we'll we'll give you the money to no make- we'll give you the money to make <laughs> us the money here's money to give us money back um, but one game that is going to be coming out on launch day for the PlayStation 5 is a game that you can't hack and slash and button mash, and that game is Demon Souls. Um, originally, had no clue when it was going to come out. Um, from Software has been known for like, okay, they're like freaking SquareSoft, where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. here's here's a game we're making, and you're not going to see it for a, a long time. But we find out today that it's actually going to be a launch title with the PS5. The remake of Demon Souls. Um, uh, the ones who are remastering it, uh, Blue Point. Blue Point Games. Yep. 
Yes, they also did the the Shadow of Colossus yep. remake yep, and uh, a lot of stuff. And I don't know if anyone noticed this, but if you look at the title for Demon Souls, i.e. the remastered one, there is a slight different lettering in it. If you look at the L in Souls, it's actually a one. Hmm. Just to just to be aware of that, that wasn't in the original design. It I is to, in this one. And, I have to go back and look at that now. I've I've never paid attention to that. Mm-hmm. I spotted that out and I was like, "That's a little weird," because it's very obviously a one too. Like it, it has the little pointy top and like two little legs on the bottom. It's they, there's going to be a second one. I guarantee Sony is like, make this work. Let's try to you know give us the license to work with this. Let Blue Blue Point do what they can. Mm-hmm. Like guaranteed. There will be a second one, because Sony wants their their money. They don't want Bloodborne too. I don't know why. Maybe because <laughs> it's a game that drives people crazy. I'll take Bloodborne too. I will. I will. I would hey, take Bloodborne too. Hey, look. I know it's driving you nuts. Sekiro. It's has, hard. Sekiro has been driving me nuts, but I'm almost done with it. I'm almost there's done. The, <laughs> but I'm at the point where there's bell people that just summon bad guys from the blood, and I'm like killing forty. 50 some people before I get anywhere in progress. There's a thing that shoots laser beams. <laughs> Hello, Ashton. Welcome to From Software. <laughs> no, no, this is different. Laser beams and 50 people. Come on. It's no, too much. It's not, it's not different. It's not different, sir. It's too much. It's not different. It's not different. It's too much. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm stoked for Demon's Souls. Uh, I, I am going to be taking a break from from software games for a little bit after I finish Sekiro just because man that that game is a test I, I, I will say this it as much as it's become more difficult actually understanding the game and how to play it now has made certain things easier like I'm be, I'm so much better now with like doing the parry system and I mean you know it only took me the one day there to actually take out the ape because I actually had some patience mm. and you are on camera really, being exposed live this is true I was I was not on camera trying to interact with the chat and and do fun facts for follows and dad jokes for subs and everything else trying to entertain the audience at the same time while trying to take down a giant white ape <laughs> who eventually you, you cut his head off and think he's dead but nope he's not dead he's just going to pick up the sword you cut his head off with and pick up his head at the same time and just blindly swing his sword at you but it's vicious but the thing i learned with that game is like you know with certain bosses and even char- like you know characters in general is the parry system is really important like wearing down their stance bar is huge and like w- taking on a boss like the ape there yeah you have your moments where you can get in you get a couple swings in and hopefully not get hit right after you're done doing it but i learned you know there's there's certain times where if you pull off the you know the perfect parry especially when they're getting ready to do like a big move not the super moves where you see the little red symbol pop up Mm. and it's like the one hit kill moves but there's times like when the ape would like do like four swings at you and then he come up overhead with both of his fists and then slowly come down on you and if you deflect that attack he actually stumbles and falls to the ground for like three to four seconds where you can just get a few good whacks in on him and, and take him out ha, 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 yeah, exactly. ha. so like for me it's it's coming coming to like a level where 
I have more patience with the game and taking on these bosses and not not getting over ambitious going into a fight and just being like, all right, you know, I got all these items. I got lots of health. Let's just go. Let's go ape on this ape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and I managed to get through it. And then I got got through another boss after that. And now I'm on a boss called the Corrupted Monk. And she hard. She, she real hard. She's like 15 feet tall and she's got a, a big like killick spear with the blade on the end. Okay. And she does like tornado moves where she just whips and whips and whips and whips around with it. But her like her her clearing area with the stick is like the entire map. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, all right. Calm, <laughs> yeah. Calm down. So, yeah, she's she's the corrupted monk, but apparently I have to face the true corrupted monk after her. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But then after that, I guess it's only one more boss and then the last boss of the game and I'm done. I mean, that's I'm, cool. So, I'm almost finished with with Sekiro, which is just, just I didn't think I could do it. Well, you're doing I, it now. I, I well, I, hold on. You have to beat it first. Let's, <laughs> let's be real. This is true. This is true. But anyways, moving on, uh another game that will be coming out at launch that they showed gameplay for that looks awesome is Spider-Man Miles Morales. That looks so fun, so cool. Uh, I, I'm blown away by the in-game animations while you're just whipping around fighting mm-hmm. people. I mean, granted, like it, they definitely like kind of stole the combat system from the Arkham series, but I feel like it's kind of come to its own level with Spider-Man and you know the using the interaction with the webs and the environment. Uh, and everything the the like gadget that. stuff really yeah. helps yeah. make it different from it. Like I get what you're saying. Like it's the basic uh, counter attack stun mm-hmm. uh, motif, but like everything around that system is very much Spider-Man-esque yeah. and. Uh, I loved the first one, and I look forward to the second oh, the one. First, the first one's amazing. Like I can't wait, you know, for this one to come out. And it's awesome that it's going to be a launch title. I was mm-hmm. I, I, that was another one that I figured was going to be pushed into early 2021 because, I mean, you know, we've been through console generations. We get our hopes up for certain things, and then it's like, no, nope, you got to wait. Oh, <laughs> Spider-Man! This one makes more sense because like they already have so much framework. Yeah, they could just build off of instead of starting fresh so there's yep hopefully there's no surprise delays or anything but so spider-man um sackboy big adventure and the new horizon zero dawn which is what's it called again like forbidden west or something like that Uh, yeah um all of those games are actually going to be coming to the ps4 as well and if you do end up picking them up on the PS4, you get a free upgrade to the PS5 version. And that is both for the disc and digital edition. It's super cool. Yeah. It's weird. Well, I, I assume you put the disc in and it's like, well, as long as you have the disc, you can play it on the the 5. And It's I, I just don't, weird. I don't know if that's how it's going to work. They haven't really released many details. Uh, on how, there but. was a thing released, details about how upgrading would work with call of duty and they alluded to that's how it it will work you could just put your disc in and as long as you have the disc in it Mm -hmm. will let you play the upgraded version yep as a whole like a key basically that's cool yeah no i think it's i think it's cool that you know 
people who are still going to be stuck with the PS4 for a while, because, you know, let's face it, there's going to be lots of people this holiday season who are not going to be able to get their hands on one of these consoles when they want to, um, that they'll still have access to some of the new games. And then when they do have time eventually to upgrade or, you know, get get the next gen console that they Mm -hmm. want, um, you know, they won't be asked out having to spend for the same game all over again. So I I applaud both both game companies for allowing that. If I could get one at launch, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But like last, well, technically PS4 and PS4 Pro, when they both released, I got them roughly the January, February falling their release. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I'll get it around then with this five, maybe sooner. Yeah, but. I uh, I got my PS4 on on release day. I pre-ordered it from GameStop and was there on midnight and, and picked it up. Um, you know, I'm I'm hoping that I can do the same with uh, with this one. I have mm. a I have a GameStop gift card to to use there, and I'm gonna put that towards you know a pre-order. Hopefully, um, pretty much all my other funds right now are tied up with with taking care of my cat. So, um, other than <clears throat> other than that, I am. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that if I, I if, if I show up to GameStop because I've got I've got a it's like a sixty dollar gift card that I've got right, right now from GameStop, and I'm hoping I walk in there and be like, I got this. Put my name on the list. I want to be on the list. <laughs> um, I'm looking. I personally want to trade in my pro oh, because okay. it's loud, <laughs> and I want a stronger console. So it really depends on, like. Uh, if you will will be able to use any disc like the backwards compatibility hasn't really been ironed out like the details of like how many of the games in the library you can play but if it's a majority of them yeah i'm just gonna trade that in and just nice not have a jet engine in my living room (laughs) when it's like slightly warm in the room That'd be nice. Yeah, the, the both both the regular version of the PS4 and the PS4 Pro, man. Like, I mean, I know for me, like, even if I keep it in the entertainment stand, because my entertainment stand has doors um, mm. in front of the shelving, and if I keep the door open, you know, the I the, my PS4 will still you'll you'll hear the fans start to kick up and and get loud. I have to pull the PS4 out a little bit so it gets a little more breathing space behind it and on the sides, mm. and then you know it doesn't sound like you like you said a jet engine taking off in your living room mine i i had to rearrange uh for when i was playing fallen order i actually had to rearrange how my playstation was set up because Mm -hmm. it got so hot it turned off and it was like system too hot leave (laughs) off well didn't that happen when you were just playing avengers recently yeah (laughs) and you know it's like well god damn so i i have little feet like 3d printed feet that go on it and it's like above in this weird middle section of my entertainment stand now Mm -hmm. and it's still loud it still gets hot and i'm just tired really of (laughs) those features it's strong but frankly enough it still lags so it's not like it's worth it sometimes too hopefully hopefully the playstation wi-fi router with its aerodynamic design will have better hopefully I'll stand it up if I have to. It's not going to be on display. That thing is ugly. I'm going to hide that like a, a shamed child. Like, get out of here. Speaking of shameless, here's a plug. You can find our spot. <laughs> I said it too fast. You can find our podcast, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Audible, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Nice. Nice. Thank you. 
I saved it. Ashton's, I didn't save Ashton's it at all. Ashton's shameless plug shirt will be coming soon to our merch store. <laughs> shameless plugs. <laughs> I'm working on the design right now. Um, uh, one other thing that they ended up showing off at the event was the gameplay for a campaign gameplay, I should say more specifically, uh, for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. And once again, I mean, it's another Call of Duty game that looks cinematic as hell for the game, mm-hmm. like for the campaign. Um, you know, I- very minimalism, uh, minimalistic, uh, UI. Yes. There's basically no UI in that, yeah. what they showed us. Um, I, uh, I don't know, like, I am, I, I hate to say, I used to, hate to use the word excited because I've never been really excited for a Call of Duty game. There have just been certain ones that have stood out to me, and the only, like, none of them have super jumped out to me since World at War, and I'm just, this one, for whatever reason, has caught my eye. I'm intrigued by it. Maybe it's the time period. I do like when they, you know, go back into history a little bit more. I'm, I, I'm not sure how I've how I feel about like the advanced warfare and going into the future with you know the cyborgs and going into space and stuff like that yeah. <laughs> um but uh but no I mean it looked cool I mean it looked, I, mean, it looked, I, it looked, I personally kind of wish it wasn't there what's that I didn't I wish they didn't give it as much time as they did eh, you know I mean they already said that they were going to be showing it off at at the next PlayStation event. And, you know, I thought it was kind of cool that, like, PlayStation got the exclusive first look at, like, the campaign of the game. I mean, granted, I know they showed off, like, multiplayer with Xbox Mm -hmm. and stuff, but, but I feel like... I feel like some game studios now are starting to kind of make a return to, hey, you know, campaign mode is actually kind of important. You know, there is is a market for it. There, There is something I wanted to take note of, too. The guy who is talking about it, not once did he say the full title. He always referred to it as Black Ops Cold War. I have a feeling they're going to make Black Ops its own kind of sub-series. And like the kind of is at this point, it's just you well know, they'll just they'll stop using the Call of Duty, Duty tidy title. title. Even though it brings power, it probably yeah. at this point is kind of like oh another Call of Duty game. If you make them more focused on something else. I mean, eventually it becomes two different intellectual properties for them. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so I mean, like there could be there could be big time bonuses to doing something like that. Um, but no, I mean, from what they showed, it, it looks cool. Again, it you know looks cinematic with with the gameplay, like every other Call of Duty does. Um, I mean, it looked pretty. It, it looked. I, I will say this: it looked pretty, but it didn't blow me away visually, and maybe that's because like i've been seeing a lot of pc gameplay of certain games lately so Mm -hmm. like i have like this my expectation for you know certain games visually has been it's rised up a little bit um obviously i know consoles are for the most part will and always be inferior to a well-built pc um but I always feel like with certain franchises that the jump to next gen should be almost kind of a reinvention of yeah. yourself. And this still looked like cookie cutter Call of Duty. It and, did. And I d- barely remember it because <laughs> I just know this guy was shooting people and yep. then it just glazed over. Yep. And then there was an RC car. And I was like, okay, I'm focused on this car now. <laughs> and then an airplane blew up. Call of Duty Rocket League. 
that's that that was it i, I was like Score! talking talking to my mates i was like when did the cold war happen because like the technology just seems weird just like it was the 80s right did they yeah, have yeah and i that's what i'm wondering too is like it is the game like set in like present day after the last black ops game and that they're just going to be have like ooh there's like mysteries tied to the cold war the, yeah the like the cold war is still going and, on or something and like and if that's the case then i might be out <laughs> like i wanted something that like took place in there i wanted to play as the freaking soviet spy like <laughs> i want an espionage level yeah, be cool yeah, yeah. it would be awesome it would change things up a little bit i want i want I want those studios to start really starting to think outside the box of their properties. Doesn't mean it's always going to work. I mean, look at Battlefield. Battlefield decided to go like, "Hey, let's get off. Let's you know get off the battlefield and take it to the streets with um, a hard line." There, they tried to make it a cop game, and like that failed horribly. Oh, it did, but at least they tried something different. I like, like the idea of it. Yeah, that it was like instead of this military shooter, like you have cops and robbers. Yep. Yep. And let's. And, and the I know a lot of the cutscenes made it like seem like a detective drama, mm-hmm. too. Like there was very much a TV cinema level feel to it. But here we are. Yep. Battlefield One came out. <laughs> I don't think it did well either. No, because it ended up being like free on PS Plus like two months after it came out. All right, there you go. Is that the newest one? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's the newest one. Is it or is Battlefield Five? It might be five. I think five is the newest one, um, which I, I don't also, hear which, people talk about which, Battlefield anymore, which, though. Which I also think is for, for yeah, me. like <laughs> do people play Battlefield anymore? I mean, there's some people that do, but you know, since Call of Duty has brought out their Battle Royale, there there's been a lot more people that have have jumped back into Call of Duty. So, um, but I mean, the, the event today was cool. I mean, I think once again, PlayStation kind of you know really really showed their stuff. Um, I, I think that for them, it's like, you know, for them, their events have been fun. It's, it's been a focus on, Hey, here's our system. Here's Mm -hmm. some really awesome games, especially exclusives that are going to be coming out. And I feel like for them is there, even though they are taking a step into the next generation of consoles, they're still kind of keeping things conservative. And it's like, you know, we're not going crazy out there with multiple services. We're not trying to, you know, right out of the box, capture several different markets. Markets, it's like hey we're sony we make playstation here's a new playstation and you know and here's some cool games to go along with it i'm not knocking microsoft at all i think now microsoft is just taking a different direction with things where it's not so much of them trying to push their console sales it's they're trying to push their services so you know there's nothing wrong with that at all i just feel like every single xbox event so far has been like yeah we, we got a new console coming out but have you heard about game pass <laughs> i here's the thing though i kind of want to know what they're going to do with like now and plus though like the plus collection that's cool because like that's probably like what's been on offer for ps4 or whatever for Mm -hmm. however long but like are ps5 games going to be in now are they going to have the downloadable option like how are they reinventing that because i do know they have plans to reinvent it and like reinvigorate the service it's a good service by the way i do think that sony should take an approach towards a 
like all-in-one type subscription or at least tiers like how microsoft is doing it right Mm. now with certain things um yeah i mean i would love to see like you know some ps5 games come to playstation now you you would think with the fact that there's going to be a lot of these you know brand new titles on game pass that they have to do something like that um i think the smart thing for them to do is to combine ps now and ps plus in in some way shape or form even if it means they need to charge a little extra per month you know here's the thing though i don't think a lot of people use plus like i know a lot of people that are just like i don't really care about it it's another thing i don't want to pay for and i mean well that's you you need it in order to play online if you're yeah but i know a lot of people that are just like i'll have it for this one game for a while or it's it's not as integrated to the player base like say live is so that makes sense for why microsoft would do it because everyone is you like yeah it's live in xbox that's kind of what you do yeah i feel like for this generation for ps4 at least plus is just kind of like annoyance for like most people I mean, I guess. I mean, there's. I mean, for me, since I buy most of my games digitally, there's perks to having Plus. Not even just the fact that you get the free games. There's the, the there's the PS Plus exclusive discounts on. There, there's that, games. but also you have to consider. This is also for PS4, the only generation where we've had to pay for online to mm-hmm. have online too. So that's mm-hmm. another factor I think that affects most of. Oh yeah, because it was it, it was available on three, but it wasn't required. Yes, yeah. like it was an addition. Like, hey, here's an enhancement. Now it's a necessity, and I feel like that kind of rubbed people the wrong way. Yeah, um, I know I was upset where I was like, I have to pay for online now. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, I mean, it's times change. No, I get it. It's a service. You got servers. Yeah, exactly. um, like uh, I'm not like yeah. You want to charge people? Do it. Maybe not, you know, $50, $60 a year, but because once again, Nintendo has it for like a year for 20 and that's yeah. phenomenal. That's, that's really cheap. Yeah, that's, that's really, really they cheap. give you games too. They're yep. old games, but hey. hey, I mean, for 20 bucks, you know, you can't, you can't go yeah. wrong. Um, yesterday, Microsoft may officially launched the xCloud game streaming service uh, where you can stream over 150 uh, Xbox, Xbox 360, and Xbox One games to your PC, to your Android device. Um, I actually tested the service out on both my computer and on my Android phone. I have a Galaxy mm. Note 10 and on my Galaxy Tab S6, and it actually works pretty well. I, was, I have heard that a lot of people are really impressed with the quality. Yeah. One issue, though, controller syncing is an issue for for a good chunk of people I've talked to there about have, it. There have been some people with certain models of phones and tablets that are having issues with the getting the controller synced. Um, I haven't had an issue, but again, I have Samsung devices, and I do know that Microsoft and Samsung have partnered right for the launch because if you go and buy a new Galaxy phone, you get, yeah, it's already installed and you get three months free of the service on there. Um, what a... Uh, what they're doing now with uh, with the Game Pass and with XCloud and everything like that is they are 
they're rolling everything into one subscription for the most part. Um, there's still going to be separate tiers of subscriptions. So basically breaking it down with Game Pass is you have Game Pass for your Xbox. You have Game Pass for your PC, which also just came out of beta. And that's official now um, for probably about a year now. No, maybe it's it was I think it was January is when I got invited to the the beta for the PC version of uh of the Xbox Game Pass. And it was a dollar to to get into it to start mm-hmm. and then it was 4.99 a month afterwards for, for That's just, good the good price. For just Xbox PC, that's all that it was. It's now gone up to $10 a month now that it's official, which still is not a bad price to access over 200 games on on your PC. It's not that's not a terrible price at all. Same thing for Game Pass for your Xbox console. There's access to about 50-plus more games than what there is on PC. Same price, $9.99 a month for that. There is the Game Pass Ultimate subscription now. And that one includes Game Pass for your PC, Game Pass for your Xbox. And live. Uh, uh, and and Xbox Live. Let's not forget now that Xbox Live is still a separate charge to be able to play your games online. Um, But it includes Xbox Live as well, um, and it also includes the xCloud service. On top of that, it now also includes EA Play, which is basically like EA's version of PlayStation Plus, uh, where there are certain games you can get for free and certain games that are discounted. The one thing I really like about EA Play, especially being an NHL player, is that they give early access to their games if you pre-order them digitally. Um, so like like with NHL last year, you know, I got to play the game almost two weeks before it actually came out. Uh, and you also get access to demos before before that like they still do demos on ea play for certain games it's uh it's really cool the ea the ea service it was formerly known as ea access and it originally was only like five i think actually still is only 4.99 a month and you know there's lots of games on there if you're a battlefield fan you know there the games are on there if you're a need for speed fan the games are on there um all the ea sports games for the most part are available on there so it's actually like a really good service if you are a fan of EA games. Um, so that now is included with uh, with Game Pass, uh, Game Pass Ultimate, I should say. So for fourteen ninety nine a month, you actually get a, a lot. And you do get a lot. That's that's not bad. So it's definitely it makes me curious what Sony is going to do to to answer that. I do like the idea of bringing you know their you know big PS Plus collection over to the PS4 and like you know somebody who has who goes to the store and it's like oh hey like you know I can. I don't have 70 bucks to drop on a brand new game, but I at least am coming home with my console. I've got a PS Plus subscription, and boom, you've got access to over 100 games. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I like that. I like that they're doing that. But essentially, Microsoft is doing the same thing and has expanded that that service onto multiple different platforms. Um, so, it's a uh, it, it's it, it's interesting with what I mean, they've done for a, a, a collectively over the year. Obviously, you could buy a year for cheaper, I assume. Mm-hmm. But if you do monthly to monthly, that's basically three new games mm-hmm. in in that year, which are already included in, in Game, Game Pass. Pass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since Microsoft adds their new games in there, so like yep. it is worth it. But how long is it going to be? Fifteen dollars. 
I mean, I think it will be for a little bit. I can't see them doing, like, they've already done a price increase on the one side of things, and they are trying to launch, you know, uh, new stuff. I mean, so this is what I was going to get into next, um, is Xbox is actually offering a deal right now. Um, I mean... It's you, you. There's a credit check that's involved with doing it, but it's a available payment all, plan. Yeah, they're offering a payment plan uh, if you want to get your hands on a Series X or a Series S. Basically, what the payment plan entitles is there's no money down, um, and it is going to be thirty four ninety nine a month for a Series X and twenty four ninety nine a month for a Series S. What that package will get you is the console and 24 months of Game Pass with Xbox Live included. Now, if you were to buy the um, the Xbox Series X, or I'm sorry, Series S, and all of those things separately, um, you are talking about paying like $29 more than if you were to go on this mm-hmm. payment plan. But if you were to buy a Series X through this payment plan with all those things included, you actually save $51. So that's, Which, a, you know. that's actually a pretty significant savings if you know you're going to be someone who is definitely going to take advantage of the services through Game Pass, Xbox Live, and... And are financially responsible, yeah. though. Remember, yes. you yes. got to pay for that for a while. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time for you to pay that. Now, what I don't know is if they offer like an early payoff option. So it's like, okay, like, hey, for a month or two months, like, I can only yeah. do these, and like, can I just pay off the rest? Um, or if it's going to be locked into, like, nope, it's like exact monthly withdrawals on certain uh, certain dates and stuff. Um, something else that I that was interesting that I learned about the Series S today was originally, if you look at the specs, hmm. the Series S is more powerful than the Xbox One X. Yep. Here's but the comparatively. Ki- here's the kicker, though. Okay. All of the backwards compatible games, so Xbox One games, Xbox 360 games, Xbox games. Now, the latter, it doesn't matter for as much. But your Xbox One games that you go to play on the new Series S will not run as good or look as good as an Xbox One X. It's not optimized for it. it, Yes. So when you go to play a backwards compatible game on your Series S, you are maxed out at 1080p resolution on it. Now, granted, they added some like texture filtering details and stuff like that. But if you're someone who has like, you know, a nice 4K TV and you've been used to playing your Xbox One X and you decide, oh, I'm going to save a little bit of money and go with a go with a Series S, you're going to notice it's not going to look as good. Just get Series X if you have Xbox One X. Yeah. Just like if you're it's not the system for you, basically. No, no. Nope. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Series S for its price and what it's going to be capable of. Oh, great, it's great. 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 Absolutely but great. On my <laughs> end, here's what I'm going to bring to this conversation. <laughs> it's not in the same house as the Series X. I feel like there's no. too big of a gap. So, I don't know. I know there's no exclusives to the X right now. But I don't know how it will run when it comes to those exclusives down the road. Yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a really good point. It only reaches 1440p max, period. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's an obvious, like, like my, my, my pro gets 4K. What is, I mean, 
what, what is it weaker than modern console consoles now for three hundred dollars it's cheap but like and it's also the same price of modern consoles so i don't it's weird it's in a weird place where it's like i don't know if it would always be supported what's also weird is 1440p is a very odd resolution to set your system for tv for for consoles exactly exactly pc yeah that makes sense (laughs) like but like for a console who has a tv that does 1k i mean i think i think for some people like this could be beneficial for some streamers because mm. there there are a lot of people who have monitors that are, you know, like 1440p is like, that's legendary on, on a monitor. Um, so, like, it could make getting an Xbox to use, you know, an Xbox to stream, you know, a, a lot a lot cheaper for someone like that. My only thing is, is like, if you're ended up bringing all these games to PC, why would they just play them on their PC and stream them? That's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. So, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like... I feel like there's a lot of things that Microsoft has done to kind of contradict themselves with uh, with what they're doing, but they seem like they 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 seem like they know what they're doing with this. I think it's I think it's a bold leap for them to really step away from like going all in on their consoles and more focusing on their services that are going to be available. Um, you know, who knows? This could be a major thing I for d- Xbox. I also don't know if you heard this. This is a hard rumor, as hard in there's. Rumor. <sighs> probably not true at all Don't but there are the bank, folks <laughs> there are pictures of diagrams where there is a third xbox console too a see, in between of the s and the x see like uh, i mean i wonder if that's just like a prototype that leaked or something because it could be it probably is because it looks like it's from more of a developer conference than a like a consumer conference because i like i don't know like i i feel like I feel like you're putting too much on the market then if you have three a hundred percent a hundred percent but like this you- would also allude to what i was saying where it's the s is a product to made to basically be dropped off eventually like that's yeah. the only way i could see it making sense if there was a in between of the two yep i mean no i mean it, i mean it does make sense it's just <laughs> i i would kind of cringe a little bit if at one point there's three different xboxes oh, no. on the market like, that would be awful it's like it's like you're not you, like i'm sorry you're not nvidia you're not amd where you're putting like three different gpus in the market for you know pc builders to choose between your console like make your console make your games for your console and, i know <laughs> i know microsoft has also gone on record like we don't plan on doing a mid console this generation mm-hmm. either that there won't be this weird in between like the yeah. X was or the Pro was. Yep. Which makes sense because I don't think Pros or Xs did well in comparative to a normal standard standard edition. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I'm probably not. <laughs> So I don't know if we had covered it when we started the discussion about the consoles, but price-wise for the PS5, the disc-based version will be $499, and the digital edition will be $399. On the Xbox side of things, well, actually, here, before I get into that, just so everybody knows, hardware-wise, between both versions of the PS5, you are getting the same exact console. The only Minus thing, a disc drive. Minus a disc drive. A 4K disk drive yes. mind you yes a 4k blu-ray disc. so if you if you are someone who has a game collection that you don't want to get rid of on disc you got a lot of 4k blu-rays you still got to have something you mm-hmm. can play on the disc-based version of the system will be 
you know, right up your alley. But if you're someone like me, where 95% of your library is already digital, I've maybe only got like five PS4 games on disc that are sitting in my uh, entertainment stand right now. Most of them have already completed. They've just been collecting dust waiting to get traded mm-hmm. in. <laughs> um, that the digital version for three ninety nine, to me, is a steal. Like, I, I, I kind of wish both consoles were like 50 bucks cheaper. I did too at first, but it's like I'm looking back on like I paid three ninety nine for the PS4 when it first came out. Mm-hmm. So like you're telling me I'm gonna be able to take a next gen leap and not have to pay more than what I paid for the console beforehand. Like I mean I get it, like a lot of years have passed since the PS4 has come out. Mm-hmm. But even the digital edition, I kind of had this feeling that I was gonna be paying a little bit more. I mean, because it's just it, it's happened with every console generation, the system because I either it's fifty or a hundred dollars more expensive than the one before it. So, you know, for me, I, I honestly kind of thought that these consoles were gonna teeter towards the 450 and 350 range Mm -hmm. um but i was you know like i'm not i'm not mad at the 499 and 399 oh no me neither i'm just more surprised that they did the who's gonna reveal the price first thing and then they're the same price for the max console thing and it's kind of like you could have done it you could have done 25 dollars cheaper something to give you more of the fiscal edge yep and they didn't do it. No, they didn't. Which, once again, 400 for a discless thing. If you're all digital, most of my stuff is digital. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool, but I do have enough of the games or disc-based stuff that I do need something to play my discs. Yep. Like, I got Blu-rays, and I don't want to just be like, well, I guess I have to have a separate thing. It does make me wonder, though, too, with with both of these consoles offering a 4K Blu-ray drive for playing movies now, because, as we all know, if you got a PS4 Pro, it doesn't play 4K nope. Blu-ray nope. movies. Nope, just, just regular just, just, Blu-ray, yeah, and that's just, it. Just just blew my mind with that one, but whatever. I'm not going to complain too much. Um, the Xbox S can. <laughs> Xbox One S. Can the One S? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but no, what I was going to get to there is I was wondering if now with, you know, these consoles being available, if it'll actually drive the price down on standalone 4K Blu-ray players, because those things are still super expensive. Like it's almost $200 still for, for you know, even one of the cheaper brands of, of a 4K Blu-ray player. F- I'm sorry, 4K Blu-ray player with HDR capabilities. I mean, back... Um Back back in my day, when the <laughs> PS2 came out, it drove DVD players down through the floor. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. You're it was actually it. the number one bought DVD yes. player. That's yeah. why it's like the number one console in history, because people were like, oh, it plays movies? <laughs> I could watch actually, porn on that? If, if I remember, too, that it loaded DVDs faster than yeah. than most regular DVD players did. So It was up and running, going. Yep. Yep. Um, but on the price side with the Xbox, the Xbox Series X will be launching at 499 so comparable to the PS5 uh, disc-based version, whatever. Max um, console. Yes. Ma- yes. Um, that will be 499 And the Xbox One S... 
keeping note that it is an inferior console to the Series X, or not Xbox One S, Xbox Series S. Vastly. Yes, is vastly inferior to the Series X uh, for $299. So a good deal still, a good deal for, you know, you just, you know, you still got a 1080p TV or you, you know, you're not somebody who's hardcore into visuals or, you know, someone who just wants a gaming console to have fun with, be able to use apps on and Mm -hmm. be able to access Game Pass. And all the games you already have now. Yes. Yep. Um, then you know, then the Series S might be right up your alley, and at a, at a two hundred and ninety nine dollar price point, it's not it's not bad. Like meaning, I, the first price drop will be it'll probably be two fifty. Yep. yep. In in the next two years, it will probably be a two hundred dollar console, and that's crazy. But and, and I, that's and that's the thing. Like comparatively speaking, if if you were to look at the specs of a Series S and you were to break down everything that's inside, CPU, GPU, memory, all that stuff, and you were to compare it to a PC right now with those same specs, you are definitely going to pay more for that PC. 100%. Than you will for that. 600 bucks probably. So, like, don't get me wrong. As much as I, I've sat here and said, like, you know, hey, like, oh, you know, your Xbox One X games are not going to look as good on a Series S, it, it's still, for the value, is is a great 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 price uh, and so i'm sure I'm not- like optimizing it down the road too mm-hmm. will knock some of those kinks out yep yep um so moving on from our playstation and xbox event uh, a couple more things we had here one of them is they finally started releasing more like videos campaign trailers and and details on star wars squadrons uh which actually at first i was like uh it i mean it looked like it looked like they took like some of the cool parts of of battlefront and -hmm. just dumbed it down to like okay it's x-wings and tie fighters and stuff now that i've seen more it actually looks kind of cool. There is a story involved in it. Apparently, it does take place right after Return of the Jedi, so it's going to be around the same time frame as like the Mandalorian and stuff like that. Um, and you are getting campaign from both sides, from the side of, of the Rebellion slash Resistance and from the side of the Empire. Um, what I thought was kind of cool is they're like, you know, they're doing a lot of fan service into it. Uh, I don't know how much you picked up from your Star Wars marathon there, but from A New Hope... Uh, the rebel base was based on Yavin 4, which was actually a moon planet. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, yep. and so now in this game, you're actually going to go to Yavin itself. And Yavin, I guess, is, it's a giant, it's a big gas giant, kind of like Jupiter. And okay. so, so like, there's going to, like, some of the video they showed of you actually flying around the planet, like, looked awesome as hell uh so there is a story mode i I do believe there is like a co-op so it like that's why it's called squadrons Mm -hmm. so you can bring multiple people in to like take on whatever battle it is um there's going to be five versus five uh battles on there squadron battles that you can do and then there are going to be fleet battles where basically you and a team of bunch of people online are going to be taking on a whole bunch of computer controlled hundred uh, versus hundred let's yes. go yeah i mean like I've, i didn't don't remember like what they actually said for the amount uh, on screen at the same time but yeah it looks cool um it's actually out on October 2nd. I thought it was going to be a next-gen title, but nope, it's coming out on PC, PS4, and Xbox in two weeks. So if you are a Damn. Star Wars fan, you like to fly X-Wings, you like to fly TIE Fighters, and want to get more Star Wars story, Star Wars Squadrons releases on October 2nd for PC, PS4, and 
Xbox One. So I'm definitely going to be checking that when it comes out just because of my massive love for Star Wars. And I don't know, like I was a fan of the campaign mode in, in Battlefront. So I'm uh, I'm really curious what they'll what they'll do with this game. I'll be skipping it because <laughs> I don't have time or the resources yeah. for I mean, another game. I probably won't get it on release date just because I'm in the same boat. Like resources are tight right now. Um, I'm I'm hoping that maybe maybe it'll be one where it's like okay when Black Friday rolls around or the week before Christmas mm. it'll be like okay it's on sale for like thirty seven ninety nine or something like that you know. Um, but oh, it looks it looks cool. At first, I was a little upset by the like big time multiplayer focus, just because if you're giving me a Star Wars game, like I just I want more story to consume. Give me more story of what's going on in the Star Wars. And universe. make it make sense and work, which luckily yeah. enough, most Star Wars stuff does. So, which is rare. <laughs> Let me tell you how rare that is. <laughs> I know, I know. See, I, I, I love that you actually went back and watched all this stuff, and you, and you, you understand all the connections now. And oh yeah, it's happening. great. <laughs> like you could try and find like, like plot holes, but honestly, I don't think you could. See, I remember the Ashton from years ago who was like, "Meh, Star Wars." <laughs> yeah, because episodes suck. <laughs> Nothing against Grandpa original trilogy, but it's slow and. Boy, is there not a lot of action in those movies. <laughs> Just, woo! Modern trilogy. Eh. <laughs> and then, like, original, like, prequels, you had, like... I hate sand! And I'm, I'm crying all the time. Yeah, the episodes... Obi-Wan always has the high ground. <laughs> always! <laughs> Like there, there's good parts in the in the episodes movies, but God, all the good stuff, it's the little bits in between everything. Yep. 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 All right, we need to stop talking about Star Wars. You want to hear us talk about Star Wars? Go back and listen to episode ten. We talked about it for three and a half hours. <laughs> but there's good. Still, but there's still so much more to talk about. <laughs> there might be. There might have to be another episode down the line where it's just like weird stuff that we didn't get to talk about, like droids or Ewok. Or the holiday special. That's that's what you do. Just just make a Star Wars movie where a droid is the main character. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> so Ashton, you like Nintendo? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the answer I was expecting, but we'll roll with it. <laughs> All right. As a whole, I have a Switch. Before that, I hadn't had a Nintendo console before the GameCube. I love the GameCube. It was like a D- uh, Dreamcast port machine. It was amazing. I love the Cube. I wasn't a 64 fan. I love Super Nintendo, regular Nintendo. Their business practices are freaking crazy. <laughs> it's absurd. I don't know if you know this out there, but this year was supposed to be the 35th anniversary of Super Mario. Yes. And... They wanted to do a Mario All-Stars, but the 3D one. So Sunshine, mm-hmm. Galaxy, um, 64, and it's like big celebration. Like, you could get mm-hmm. it. The game was delayed. But here's the kicker. They are going to do limited release window, mm-hmm. i.e. they're going to produce it for a certain amount of time. You're going to be able to buy it for... However long until March, like Mario Day next year. Yep. And then they're going to just yeah, March, take it away. March 10th, right? 
Yes, March 10th. And then they're just going to take it away. You cannot buy the digital version or they will stop producing the physical edition after that date. Period. End yeah. of sentence. You know, it, it's, you know what they're doing? They're taking what they've done with their limited release of the classic edition consoles and trying to apply that marketing strategy to a game. And I don't it's, think it's going to work. No, it's crazy. <laughs> it's absurd. It's like Amiibos. Like they, here, here's what's actually going to happen. People are going to get the physical edition. Mind you, it was supposed to be for the entire year. And mm-hmm. in that context, it's not as bad as what it is now. But once it, it was delayed, so like half the year is already gone. So when it releases, you're going to have till March. Yep. Six months from now. Um, like for scarcity is bad. What's going to happen is people are going to pre-order it, buy it and then scalp it. And they're going to make a thousand dollars off of each game because Nintendo just wants to help the middleman. I guess. I don't know. They don't have to not release the di- digital one. It's digital. Mm-hmm. I get not producing the physical anymore. That's fine. That's on you. But it's digital. Let people buy the games that they don't have access to. Like, yep. who has, like, Super Mario 64? Who has a Nintendo? Who's buying new Nintendos in new 64 to play it? No one. Because they don't make them. Nope. <laughs> so it's like, this is the only route some people will be able to play these games. I love Sunshine. I don't have a GameCube anymore. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Sunshine, sunshine's included on. on yes. Th- okay. So, uh, Sixty-four Sunshine Galaxy. There is a fourth game. I think World, maybe. No. 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 There's, because I'm, because here's here are my qualms with it right now. You're calling it Mario 3D All Stars, and you are leaving off one of the best Mario like 3D games that they have Galaxy ever made. Galaxy Two. Galaxy Two. Yep. Like I knew you were gonna say it. Galaxy Two is. I, I've never <laughs> even played it. I know it's the most popular one. Everyone like, loves Galaxy how Two. How do you leave that off of there? Um, on top of that, they left off, and like I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but for the Wii U was Super Mario 3D World. And that game was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, cat suits. Yeah, it was, yes, it was cat suits. Um, but what I loved about it was just like, you know, the they added a multiplayer aspect to it. So like you could play, like I could sit there and play with, you know, all my yeah. kids or whatever. It had um, accessibility stuff mm-hmm. to it too. Yeah. So it, like it, if you guys were losing a stage like too many times, it would give you a small power up that would let you get through the stage you're having difficulty yep. on. Yep. I mean, the game was fun. So, like, when I first saw that they were releasing a Mario 3D All-Stars collection, I mean, I immediately thought, okay, we're getting, we're getting, honestly, I thought that they were going to include the original Mario 3D World that was on the Super Nintendo. (laughs) Um, Was there a 3D World on Super Nintendo? There was. did not know there that. was because uh sega tried to rip it off later with this with the sonic 3d which is that where it was like, <laughs> where it was like there was weird squares that you can only walk across <laughs> until you got to certain pathways with sonic um but yeah it, i i first saw okay they're gonna have that game on there and then we're gonna have you know mario 64 for sure mario sunshine uh galaxy galaxy 2 and then mario 3d all-stars i thought was gonna be on there. i actually thought that they might include odyssey with it as well i thought so too because it was like but no no one's buying odyssey anymore no but it's still 60 bucks (laughs) i didn't 
People oh, so like maybe, Nintendo maybe, games. Maybe it's 50. No, I think the thing is with Nintendo is Nintendo is like, you know, hey, we said a long time ago when we released the Wii that we're not trying to compete with Microsoft and Sony. Like, we're our own thing. We're doing our own thing. Like, you know, that, that, like, I don't think that they're trying to steal customers from, from either one. I think that they know that they have a market. Yeah, right they have now their, own, that their has, own thing. That has sustained them for years, which is why now that they're talking about like okay there is possibly a new nintendo console on the horizon um but nintendo has hinted at the fact that it's going to use basically the same infrastructure that the wii wii u and nintendo switch are using right now um the only thing that rumors are alluding to right now is that it's going to be a 4k capable switch so like right now the switch maxes out at 1080p no matter what tv you're using right mm-hmm. now um but this version would be a one that supports 4k capabilities um, i honestly don't think they'll make a 4k console you know i i'm kind like of it, with you on that one just because like again nintendo had they're they're not trying to compete the so, switch was the first one they, that had full hd capabilities mm-hmm. and that's like what three four years old i think but the reason why i do think that they may do a 4k switch is because newer tvs that are coming out may can may start to struggle with the lower resolution that the switch will push out i mean now the tv is going to be moving into 8k as their max resolution which means they're going to be programmed to do 8k 4k and mostly you know like yeah they'll still render 1080p mm-hmm. but you could start to have a lot of problems with the visuals especially since tvs like they tvs have processors in them that, that yes, do all do. this stuff and you know you can't overload a tv processor without incre- without putting something super in there and making the tv you know an astronomical price so we already saw, you know, even now there are certain 4K TVs right now that struggle with older consoles and making them look okay on a TV. Visual tearing, frame mm-hmm. skippage, all that stuff because these TVs are programmed for what's current, not what's from the past. Um, I know Switch so, has a lot of those problems defaultly anyways too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few games I played um, example Xenoblade Chronicles. There's been a few times where it hasn't run ran the best. Yeah, and like that's a brand new game. I mean, like there's there are games that I play on my Switch on my TV. Like I have I have a 65 inch 4K Sony Q80R TV sitting in my living room right now. My games look amazing on it. But the game, certain games of the Switch, like like my kids love to play Rocket League, and Rocket League on the Switch, like you can do like four player split screen. Mm-hmm. On the game, on there. I don't know if you can do that with uh, Xbox and and uh, PlayStation or all that. For PS5 and Xbox Series whatever, Borderlands 3 will run at 4K, four players split screen. Really? Yes. That's kind of cool. Right. That is kind of cool. That's awesome. It's like bring back couch co-op, please bring it back. No, it's dead apparently. (laughs) No, bring it back. Even though people (laughs) hang out and still see each other, they've been doing that for thousands of years. Let's all hang out again. Let's all sit super close on the couch, eat greasy pizza, drink beers, give each other COVID. (laughs) I mean, you could do that. You could wash your hands and wear a mask when you hang out with your friends too. Yeah, we're 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 eating from the same. I don't think we should be advocating this. <laughs> no, we shouldn't be. No. 
<laughs> no, no, but I do miss couch co-op, especially like, especially having kids, man, because it, it's tough to build like, okay, like, you know, my kids will be like, hey, dad, can we, you know, can we play a game together? And it's like, oh, is it on the Switch? <laughs> you know, because that's like the only thing we can sit and play four players split screen on, you know, mm-hmm. going both on the Xbox and the PlayStation. It's like, all right, you know, like there's some games, but, but not much. Um not but, uh, four player no no and that's the problem when you have six kids like you need most to- <laughs> most, most games if they do have split screen that is two players max mm-hmm. period and i mean the switch is the switch is built around like local multiplayer oh, so, yeah the controllers so, it's a two controller console but I by will, default but i will tell you this rocket league on the switch looks like booty cheeks it looks like a ps2 game <laughs> you gotta make sacrifices crisis is coming out on the switch by the way it's, like, it's gonna throw that out there gonna run crisis but Rocket speaking <laughs> speaking of crisis the remaster has a pc setting called but does it run crisis <laughs> yes and it's like the ultra setting name and that's just like the best thing it's a meme and it's in the game and now it's more meme yay i love it when game developers and companies realize have fun with themselves exactly exactly no that that's awesome um but that's all I got for gaming news today, man. I'm not sure if you had anything to add uh, with uh, any of our topics here, but that's it, man. It seemed like the big focus of these past couple weeks has been we're finally getting to know when the next generation of consoles is being unleashed onto the world and how much we are going to have to empty our wallets to receive them with our open arms. Hey, man, I got a PC. <laughs> I could just play these games on Shut my up. PC. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I am in no rush just as a whole because like yeah that thing's pretty powerful so uh no for gaming news i think that was it i sprinkled a little extra in there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but nah nah Nah. but you know what time it is aside for an ad break because i gotta go to the bathroom ad break all right people I, I could actually run an ad right now while he's doing that. Oops. That's not what I wanted. How we doing tonight, chat? We doing good? Mr. Moody, what are we talking about? We were talking about a lot of stuff tonight, dude. A lot of stuff. Mainly, we were talking before about the PS5 prices and specs. Finally, not specs, but prices and release date finally coming out, and uh, you know what both PlayStation and Xbox are doing to basically compete with each other, and it's kind of interesting. I've returned, and I also thought of something. Oh boy! Let me put on my headset. Another knock to the Mario game thing too. Which is this is an important note. They're not ports or remakes. Apparently, they're just going to be emulations. Yes. So yeah, I read that too. Yeah. It's not like they're doing any work to them. Apparently, which is another thing where it's kind of like, guys, you're making the situation look bad. I'm going to say something right now. If you have a PC, you can download an emulator to play all these games, and it's going to look even better on your Don't PC. do that. <laughs> Don't do that. A certain no. person in this household 
God, uh, hey, you downloaded something bad. <laughs> Don't do that. It was Kung Fu I'm Panda and Kung Fu Panda 2. <laughs> but apparently there was Kung Fu Panda 3 was also downloaded, but I guess they didn't care about that one. Don't tell anyone. Someone in this I'm house. Not, I'm not saying I'm who. I'm not advocating pirating video games. No. No. Don't, no. no. No, let's. You, you can't really do that too. Like Nintendo has gone hard on the internet. It is hard to find. You can. There's places. I'm not I, telling I was, you. I was. I was gonna say like I got. I got Breath of the Wild on my PC. So. Shit, man. That's cool. Dude, Breath of the Wilds running on the Wii U emulator on my PC looks insane. Insane. Just because it is like using the full power of your GPU. <laughs> so the Wii U version of this game looks way better than the Switch version does. But okay. again, we are don't not. do that. Don't that's do illegal. That. Don't do it. Don't do it. I, no, you know what? It's not because I own the game. Yeah, that's true. I own the game. I own it on both Wii U and Switch. I'm, so. I'm just going to say someone here in this household of mine downloaded all of star wars and all of gundam and they never sent or said anything but kung fu panda that's too much it's do not disney owns star wars just so you know just gonna throw that out there dreamworks is coming for you bro it's dreamworks right dreamworks is yeah yeah <laughs> They're coming for you, man. I'm just saying, like, of all the companies, like, Disney wasn't was like, no, we're taking your house. No, it was DreamWorks being like, hey, man, that 10-year-old movie? <laughs> Jack Black is knocking at your door. <laughs> I don't know who did that. Again, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. All right. Time to wrap up the gaming news. If yeah, that was, it. that was it. That was it. Yeah, just a little, like, hey, scarcity not cool so aside from video games ash and i like to watch things too i do like to watch things i watch movies we like to watch tv it's it it's fun times and especially with all these amazing streaming services out there now which if you combine the cost of them all it's like the same as having a cable subscription but it's it's i like having the choice of variety of content i like that i'm not locked into watching something at a specific time so i guess there are the conveniences of it i just this kind of goes back to the pirating thing kind of <laughs> i'm not saying do that no, no. but you know <laughs> we are we're, our show's gonna get banned right away <laughs> we're gonna go live from twitch being like nope like sorry guys i don't advocate it don't do it we did we did get in trouble with instagram did you we know did? That? We did. Yes. How did we get in trouble for Instagram? So was it the Star Wars? It was the Star Wars crawl. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but it's funny. Like, we didn't get in trouble on Facebook or Twitter or anything else. But Instagram is like, yeah, we took down your video. So, anybody who doesn't know, last week when we did our Star Wars episode, like, we went all out on it. We made a customized layout on Twitch. And we did this cool little intro where I made a, our own Star Wars crawl. And if you don't know what the crawl is, it's the very opening sequence of a and then the words go into space because it's super cool yes so that's what the crawl is and you have the opening thing long time ago in a galaxy far far away then you know 
you know, like Star Wars. So we made one of our own. It's really funny. It's awesome. You can go back to some of our social media pages or go back to the uh, go back. They're to the muted on episode. Facebook. Are they muted on Facebook? They are muted on Facebook. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure we have a muted part on the episode 10 with that, too. It's anything with that, the theme, I'm pretty sure, that is muted in that small section. Nice. Nice. It was so funny when I saw the email from Instagram. Me like, we took your stuff down because it has copyrighted music in it. I'm like, man, this is Star Wars. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> A property that's, you know, 40. You know, copyright laws to prevent this, but somehow <laughs> modern lawyers are just like, no. Yep. No. <laughs> So, diving into our entertainment section here, I recently have watched a couple movies. Um, one of them, actually, <laughs> both movies, <laughs> I am I am calling uh, Detective Black Panther. <laughs> oh, the I, the Chadwick Boseman. Yes, that uh, Chadwick Boseman's uh, Netflix movie message uh, message from the King is what it's called, and. Um, then uh, the other one, I was trying to think of something funny because it has Chris Hemsworth in it, uh, and he's like a mercenary. And, oh, I know that one and too. It's, yeah, yeah. It's called, and it's called Extraction. Both of them it's on Netflix. Yes, both of them are Netflix original movies. Uh, I actually just watched Message from the King today, and it was crazy. What's it about? All right. So basically, well, all right, so the reason why I'm calling it Detective Black Panther is because Chadwick Boseman's character is a guy from South Africa who has the same exact accent. Do not look at him. Look at me. Yes. I am your captain now. Like, as soon as the movie started, it's him sitting at a police station talking. I'm like, is this Wakanda a, forever. Is this, like, is this a Black Panther movie? Because like, it, he's, he's being Black You do Panther, not want right? to tread on me, my friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so basically the movie is, is he is a guy who has just come to, um, Los Angeles, uh, from Cape town, South Africa. He is looking for his sister and they, they, they grew up together in Cape town. Um, unfortunately all three of them were raised amongst like, you know, some of the murderous gangs that are in, in South Africa. Mm -hmm. So, um, their youngest brother ended up dying as part of, you know, just being in the gangs and stuff. Um, the sister ran off to the United States, uh, got married to a guy who already had a kid. Um, and she basically kind of took over as this kid's like mother a little bit and everything. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but then she mysteriously disappears and he comes to the United States to look for her. Um, come to find out that like sh that her husband was wrapped up with like the mob and got himself killed and that she got like hooked on drugs and she Jesus and she had, she ended up she ended up selling the kid for, for Whoa! yeah she's yes <laughs> this she's, is like a dive that i did dude, not expect like the movie was crazy but throughout the entire movie like you know, he's trying to figure out like what happened to his sister and he's like uncovering all these clues and he's basically playing detective throughout the whole thing while he violently murders all of them. Like oh. he, he goes into a hardware store and buys a chainsaw chain. He goes John and, Wick Bozeman and, <laughs> on him. Yes, he does go John Wick Bozeman on them. Um, he literally breaks the chain in half and wraps it around his hands and use them as brass knuckles and just starts just 
pounding on people, then unwraps the chain and just starts whipping them across. <laughs> like, Holy shit. Dude, it's, it is so violent. It's like a complete turn from like, okay, like, you know, Black Panther's cool and he does some cool stuff. But this was like, this was bloody mess. Like, God. He, like he was murking people left and right in this movie. No. Uh, but basically, like, the movie was, it was like Black Panther turns into killer Batman and kills pedophiles. <laughs> so, All right. Like, I mean, um, I'm not like, going to stop him. Like, I don't, I, I don't want to spoil too much of the movie, but it was, it was kind of cool. Cause like throughout the entire movie, you see him like piecing things together and figuring things out. And when the movie starts, you don't know about his history at all. You know nothing about him through like the first half of the movie. And then slowly little details about him as the main character start to come out, but not through him. It's through the bad guys in the movie realizing who he is. Oh. And and then, then you you start to like, oh shit, like like this is him and like you're thinking the entire time like okay like you know he's just got this like you know this gang mentality that because that's what he was raised with and everything but he's also like you know like there's a relationship with 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 a girl in the movie but what i loved about it is that it wasn't a super romantic relationship they didn't go on i can't say, imagine it would be <laughs> well it's just like he gets to he, he meets this girl who has a kid and, and she has like a little bit of a drug problem and you know like he just kind of he's got like helps her out a little bit and stuff um but like you see that there's like this like little bit of like romance that's budding between them but they don't take time out of the movie be like okay well hey you know like this action's all going on and of course there's a hot chick that he hooks up with and here's a sex scene like there wasn't any of that in the movie like the movie was about like all right this dude's looking for his sister and he found out there's some pedophiles and he is killing them like that's like that's the movie i'm not gonna stop him and like at the end like dude it's it's freaking crazy because like there's politicians involved and and of course also, there like, is like it's it, it's it's nuts um, politician and hollywood go <laughs> hand in hand with pedophilia um, what are you talking about but at the end of the movie when he returns to cape town and he gets off the plane he's greeted by police officers and the police officers say welcome back detective oh <laughs> He is a, he is a so, detective. So I was like, oh shit, he was a detective the whole time. That's why he was figuring all this shit out and piecing things together so well. Because I'm like, I'm like, man, this dude is really smart for someone who's just raised in a gang. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, Extraction. Um, again, another another Avengers saving mm. little kids. Like, um, basically, they're they like that. All right, you want to talk about another act like Extraction? Holy crap action from beginning to end of it reminded me of like some of those like 90s stallone and schwarzenegger films like demolition man yeah, like 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 seriously like last action was, hero straight up action from beginning to end in this movie and i mean it's it basically it was it was it was thor with a gun <laughs> you know um but the whole plot behind that yeah. movie is uh it actually the movie takes place in india and i thought it was cool because they got actually a bunch of bollywood um like uh, actors to perform in this movie alongside them so i thought it was kind of neat like bringing in faces that we've never seen before in a lot of like local you know u.s based films mm -hmm. um but basically there it, there are these rival like drug lords 
in India, and the one drug lord is in um, is in jail. He's incarcerated, and okay. the other one is basically starting to take over all of uh, all of uh, the previous of dudes. Yes, I um, got you. So basically like the guy who's in jail or i'm sorry um the guy who's in jail his son his kid gets kidnapped by the rival gang okay and so the dude who is in jail he has this like assistant who is trying to like help out and watch over the kid and everything like that but when the kid gets kidnapped they basically put a a ransom on the kid and the guy in jail and his assistant are like we don't have any money left like you've been in jail we're not making money like that we don't have enough to pay for the ransom so what they decide to do is they decide to hire this mercenary team to go in and extract the dude's son from this rival drug lord okay but here's the thing the assistant who hires chris chris hemsworth is one of the guys who gets who gets hired there okay um him and like four of his buddies who you get to meet early on in the uh in the movie it's cool because they they let him use his aussie accent through it so uh oh cool yeah so like there's actually quite a few like australian actors that are that are in the movie too um but basically the dude who hires him basically uses Chris Hemsworth and his team to extract the kid but then he tries to kill Chris Hemsworth and his team so he doesn't have to pay them well that's stupid (laughs) sounds like you're just gonna make Chris Hemsworth kill you uh, yeah, but the movie is like crazy because these two guys, like the, the the assistant for the dude in prison, is like he's like this crazy trained like military dude as well. Like you like think of like an Indi- like Indian version of a Green Beret. Like this dude was nasty, and it's like the entire movie is him and Chris Chris Hemsworth going back and forth with gun battles, knife battles, fisticuffs, everything That's throughout the cool. movie. Okay, but then at the end of the movie, they team up. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> They team up and decide, oh, you know, actually, the drug, the other drug lord who kidnapped him is actually the bad guy. So let's let's just go kill him together. I mean, it adds up. Don't get me wrong; it makes sense. It's all coming together. <laughs> Never mind. You killed all my friends at the beginning of the movie. We're, we're gonna team up now. So I did, mean, if did. you're a drug lord, do you have friends? Let's be real. No, but um, but no, the the movie was action packed, a, a lot of fun. So both uh, message from the king and um, uh, extraction, both movies on Netflix that they're fun to watch. They're both action packed, and I thought it was just really funny to see two Avengers in like some really violent movies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> violence and video game. Uh, sorry. Not video Not games. Not video games. And movies, movies go hand in hand. Yes, yes, they do. Um, other than that, the uh, the only other thing that I have got caught up on so far has been the first four episodes of season two of The Boys, uh, which mid season. Yes, so mid season. Yes, exactly. Because they're they're just doing. Oh, excuse me, just doing eight episodes again, right? I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. They might extend it by like two. There might be ten, but. Um, so far, crazy, crazy. A lot is happening in the show. Um, I know the main new chick 
is getting a lot of mainstream media buzz about her mm-hmm. because she's a huge racist. Oh, really? Yes. Well, not her, the actress, like the character. Oh, the character. Yes. Um. So the character is. Oh God, is a Stormfire? Is that her name? Something like that. Something. 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 Storm. Um, it's a gender swap too. So originally in the comics, it was a dude. So basically, like, she's come in with this whole like Seattle, Portland attitude, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know she's another one who's all like oh whatever you know fuck corporations fuck Vought like blah 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 blah. Um, but at the same time she's also becoming the new face of Of, uh yeah I got you um so now there's like this like rivalry between her and uh and Homelander um Homelander is like super crazy nuts now (laughs) like he is like Fully his, committed like, to the his, crazy. Off his rocker. Um, there is a lot more of Mr. Edgar, and he's like in almost every episode now. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's nuts. What I do like is the how they're developing the relationships uh, between all the characters who are in, you know, quote unquote, the boys, the, mm-hmm. their little group there. Um, when they started, when, they, when they started off the season, uh, the character Mother's Milk like him and him and Huey like they just they weren't getting along at all but now there's like this friendship that's actually being built between the two of them so i like how they're starting to get dive into closer relationships between the characters in that group and not just being like okay they are a group as one like there's the four of them you get a little bit of pieces of each one it's like now we're actually breaking off into more of like okay like these two guys they're going off and doing something they've got their Mm -hmm. own adventure their own story to tell and i like how they're mixing that up a little bit um like i said there's a lot that's happened um you know like they find kimiko's brother and whole stuff pops off with that um there's and and as expected it is insanely violent insanely violent already as it should be because Uh, violence is cool yep yep but uh those are pretty much the only things that i've watched recently uh you know late at night when i'm sitting up doing any either design work or doing promotion here for the podcast i've actually been watching csi (laughs) okay watching both the original i i used to watch csi actually (laughs) i'm I'm watching both the original and miami i've been switching back like i love miami (laughs) like uh, i'll I'll, like watch three episodes of the original all right let's have to switch switch it up to miami and watch that one sounds like this girl's (laughs) on ice (laughs) yes i love csi miami it's so good (laughs) have you have you seen pictures of david caruso lately though no the the guy who played horatio no no. oh my god he looks awful i'm sure he didn't look the best back then (laughs) no like like He's, I'm trying to think of like somebody that he looks like, but I can't because it's just it's it's that bad. Like I hate to hate on the guy because I like I'm loving CSI Miami so far. Oh, it's so fun. Like CSI is cool because like you know it's grounded kinda, and like the interrelationship of everyone. But Miami just goes off the rails <laughs> with like it's just like bad scripted jokes and stuff. But like it's cheesy and you love it. 
I have noticed it a couple of times in um, in Miami. They they recycle scenes. Um, there was like this one time where they're like dealing with a fire that breaks out, and there's like this huge explosion, and they all have to hide underneath like you know this this heat blanket, right? And <laughs> and then like. A season later, like the same exact thing happens, just no. a little bit different of a scenario. No, <laughs> you gotta save money where you can. <laughs> but overall, like it's entertaining. Like I never really used to be into a lot of the crime drama shows. I mean, I watched SVU a lot. I, I mean, I, who like, did it? Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like Law and Order and Law and Order SVU. Like everybody watched those, but um. You know, my girlfriend turned me on to Criminal Minds. I mean, I had watched a few episodes of Criminal Minds beforehand, but never really dove into it. I now hear I've good sat, things. Now I've now I've watched all all think there's like ten seasons of Criminal Minds, um, and you know it was it was really good. I mean, I also hear good things about True Detective. I've heard good things about True Detective as well. I have not seen that one just because that one came out when I didn't have an HBO subscription. Mm-hmm. I do have it now. Are they? I don't know if they're still doing new seasons. Of that are they? I. Th- I think they might be doing a third season. Because I do know that their thing that they do is like one season is about a whole set of characters and the second season is completely different characters. Yeah, and yeah, story, yeah. Everything it's, like that. They are following so. one killer through per season kind of thing and it's just like the web of crazy but uh but yeah no i've definitely gotten turned on to the crime dramas now we've watched a lot of like the documentaries like you know i, I talked about the you're I'm like a, a real adult now yeah i know because I'm that's what everyone does apparently i'm watching big boy shows <laughs> it's crime funny. it's funny my kids will walk into the room sometimes like when we're watching like csa it's like is this another one of your killing shows yeah <laughs> yeah it yeah is. it is <laughs> there's actually a, star, a south park episode about that about how all the parents and all the adults are like way into crime dramas mm-hmm. and they're just like oh don't don't start without me and all oh, the killing huh and they make you know they make it out like they're having sex but it's just them watching like violent tv shows yep it's the best yep. being an adult's cool <laughs> um but uh Ashton, you uh, you watched any anime lately? I watch anime. People have been asking about more anime. I'm giving you more anime. I watched two animes. I know in the notes I only mentioned one. It's because I forgot the other. Because it was forgettable. Um, so I don't know. Prepared for the show, Ashton. It's forgettable. Uh, I knew there was another show, and I was just like, oh, there was something else I watched. It was Blue Exorcist: The Kyoto Saga. Oh. So, I watched it through Netflix. Um, The second season was recently added to it, and this is what I'm referring to now. The only issue is, it's not supposed to be a second season. It's supposed to be, like, Brotherhood, or um, something else like a sequel series. <laughs> I had another example ready, but I just forgot Every it. Every new Evangelion series. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, in the in the first set, I watched this so long ago. So, like, I never thought it should have had a second season or anything like this, but, like, the first season tells a full story, and it's about this kid who is the son of the devil, basically. And he has, like, devil powers, and it's all about being an exorcist and releasing demons from the world. It gets crazy. The plot just escalates, and, like, there's, like, a meaningful end to the character. And then you watch season two, 
something that was released like two seasons, uh, six years in between the seasons. Mm -hmm. And you're confused. It doesn't make sense. All the characters aren't in where they should be. And that's because season two should have taken place halfway in the first season. Because it's manga related. It's the actual plot that you're supposed... You don't realize it, so you're super confused. You're like, why is this guy being a bitch and not, you know, using his devil powers? It's Mm -hmm. because he, at the point in the story, embarrassed himself. He's not confident in himself. But you don't realize this because, yeah, the ending of the last one is like Satan's involved and they save the world. And you're like, oh, okay. So it's like... It's just weird. Like, it shouldn't be a second season on Netflix. It should be just like how Brotherhood's separated and its own yep. thing. It's just weird. I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, it's good if you wa- probably watch it in order and ignore it, but... Was, was the other show you were thinking about Black Clover? It was Black Clover. Yeah, well, I, I know I was talking Black Clover. Yeah. Um, Black Clover. I've been watching for a while. Uh, probably for about a year, two years, I've been watching it. It's a basic shonen. Um, it's actually basically like a carbon copy of Naruto. If Naruto was about Rock Lee and how, you know, you remember the tuning exams, obviously. Mm-hmm. Rock Lee doesn't have any ninjutsu powers. He's all about that physical endurance and believing in yourself and hard work. Just take that dude and make him in a magical world. And it's all about people who can use magic. The main character can't. So, like, he has to physically train himself and all this other stuff. I just finished the first major arc of it. Major arc meaning, like, I could stop watching and it wouldn't matter to me anymore. Um, like... There's demons and elves and all this reincarnation plot that's been happening for a hundred episodes, and it's a nice end. It's a thing about Black Clover too is, although it's a stupid Naruto clone, it has some of the best animation fight scenes. Like every ten episodes is the best episode in anime. Oh, really? Better than Dragon Ball fighting scenes. Better Whoa. than anything. Like, it's so... That's high praise. St- it's so <laughs> stupid good. And it's just like... The rest of the show is just stupid Naruto bullshit jokes. <laughs> stupid Naruto bullshit jokes. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. Then shit, people are flying. There's laser beams and, like, every... And when they get into deep action, they do this cool thing that you don't really see anywhere else where... They start to remove the color. So basically, like, it's... Imagine going so fast that color doesn't exist. That's basically how it looks. And then it starts becoming, like, very hand-drawn animation. And it's just... It really gets you because, like... It's just hype. It's just hype. I can't describe it in any way besides these moments are just hype. And you're like, yeah, all right. (laughs) <laughs> I highly recommend it. It's on Crunchyroll. It's free. I think it's technically American, like, on Toonami now. Oh, really? Uh, um, Wait, is this Toonami a thing? Yeah. Wait, Toonami's a thing still? Or again? Yeah. Or I think it's been a thing for, like, five-some years. Wow. Toonami I, I mean, is I like remember, a, a Saturday remember, block 
or something. Well, I mean, I remember what Toonami used to be, which was like yeah, the, the afternoon, afternoon, like two to three hour block there with Bob the Robot. And, yeah, they uh, they yep. keep it mostly anime stuff, like Shonen stuff every mm-hmm. every Saturday. Like JoJo's on there, uh, Demon Slayer, My Hero's on there, Super was on there, Dragon Ball Super, um, Black Clover too now. Nice. So nice. Yeah, there's that. I gotta, I gotta get back into watching some more anime, especially now after watching that that video breaking down like what all of the newer Evangelion the, things are. So because it's crazy. Yeah. Because you don't realize Evangelion's about time circles no, until like no, it's you're multiver- told about it multiverses and everything yeah and you're just like wait it is <laughs> obviously it is it's crazy <laughs> yeah you gotta watch those new movies man there i still love that youtube video that i found there of alex jones explains even yelling <laughs> and it's true <laughs> it's true it gets a little crazy at the end but yeah it's pretty much that <laughs> So for anybody who doesn't know, there's a video up on YouTube that is a clip from when Joe Rogan on his show, he actually had Alex Jones, the big conspiracy theorist. If you don't know who Alex Jones is, Google him and you will. Or don't. Or don't. Or don't. (laughs) Actually, you might not find anything because a lot of his stuff is being removed off the internet. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, like they took a small, um, clip of the interview with Alex Jones and it's basically him you know kind of ranting on about what's going on with um with like google reptilians and like 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 basically you know he's a guy who probably believes that 5g is going to kill you um (laughs) but but all of his descriptions are like perfect like spot on, like, spot on like, for like it's what, crazy. What Evangelion was about until like the very very end of the video when he starts going off on, a, on his tangent. But it's like, like a five <laughs> minute tangent too, and you're like four minutes in, you're like he's right. This is Evangelion. <laughs> so if you've ever watched Evangelion, you need a laugh. Go go check out Alex Jones explains Evangelion. It's um you need to watch these movies because here's one part my favorite part of the new movies our boy uh chinji you know him he's a crybaby he's Mm -hmm. a loser no one likes him there's a part where someone's like you need to do this certain events unfold and then the character who told him that was like you know what we should probably not do this Shinji goes crazy and he's like no you said we have to do it and we're doing it and crazy shit happens because of it and you're just like man this kid's an idiot and I love him (laughs) it makes this it makes one of the movies once you see it you'll know what I'm talking about and oh my god oh I can't wait for the next movie oh I love anime it's so bad. <laughs> I, it's, like, there's there's so much Evangelion I still need to watch, even though like some of it got spoiled for me by that video that I watched on YouTube. I still yeah. want to watch it because like my only knowledge of, of Evangelion is what happened in the original 26 episode series, where you know like basically you got the one end. Congratulations! Where, congratulations! And now you're just gonna go to school and be a high school kid. And we ran out of money. <laughs> and then you know the alternate ending in the movies where it was like, nope, everything is complete completely fucked birth and, and rebirth and you know shinji has this ability to you know 
fix things, but decides, nope, nope, I'm gonna be God and kill everything and recreate things the way I want them. Which is just like turning all the girls in his life into one girl that <laughs> yeah. hates him. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, you're so stupid. God, I hate this character. Dude, watching, I hate you. Watching that YouTube video, though, like, there were some crazy spinoffs in different games. There was, like, a game on PS2 that came out that was called Detective Shinji. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I wish I played part. it. There's like a weird part where you gotta like fight Kaoru naked in a pool of LCL. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like we there's like timelines where like it's just about product placement basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like this is canon because all of yeah. Eva is canon, canon apparently. Everything. It's just an alternate universe. That's all. <laughs> it's 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 oh, crazy. I love those movies. Um, but no, to to cap off our entertainment section of the night here, we got the big drop from Lucasfilm and Disney Plus. Mandalorian season two is trailer. Coming. Yeah, we watched the trailer. The show will be officially available on Disney Plus on October 30th with the first episode. They'll be doing weekly releases again, um, like they did with the last one. Uh, I am curious if they're going to do just one episode or if they're going to pull what Amazon is doing lately and releasing a few at first and then going weekly after that because that's what Amazon seems to be doing with a lot of their new shows. Uh, they did it with the boys. Um, you got to get people invested. Yeah. Um, so, but... Th that trailer ooh that trailer I mean they didn't show a lot they did not show a lot but it still got me amped it gets the tone games. across oh, it gets the space yeah. cowboy adventure tone mm -hmm. across big time you get a you get a little little tiny sneak peek at Ahsoka tiny one little I missed thing. it Oh, she's uh, there's it's like right towards the beginning of the trailer and he's like walking into like that other town or wherever the hell he is and there's a girl in a black like hood that's like kind of watching him and it's on there but yeah that's her that's oh, so okay. played by rosario dawson oh yep yep she's a good actress yep she is playing ahsoka so um the trailer looks awesome i think it's cool that they're going with the whole okay now like you know the child quote unquote baby return him home is he well yes but apparently home is back to Jedi and I like how they pulled out the taglines like you expect me to deliver him to a group of enemy sorcerers because they go back into like okay like it, the Mandalorians and the Jedi were once at war with each other <laughs> yeah it was a huge galactic war at yes. that too yes so you know and, and I, I loved how they did the whole little scene there it's like where he's like oh so you, you expect me to deliver him to a group of enemy sorcerers and it's just like this is the way <laughs> this is the way so like again like you said they definitely captured the the western tone for it again which i absolutely love about the show um i want to learn more about the yoda people and i want to know what they're called yeah because really <laughs> i have no idea what to call them besides yoda they're, people they're like the biggest i mean honestly they are probably the biggest mystery in the star wars universe like everything for the most part has gotten some form of origin or story or anything like that there ain't nothing for yoda and, nah like, he's just old you know he's old <laughs> and you're like he's 900 years old that's it i mean at first i thought it was a bold move for them to be like okay we're gonna bring another yoda into the fray but it's paying off I mean, oh no, a hundred percent. 
He's like, the cute kid. He's yes. 50. He's older than me. Yes. Yes. He's I a love, little baby. I love, the, I love towards the end of the trailer there when they're all in the bar. And, and he, like, he closes <laughs> his capsule. Yes, he's yes. like, oh, no. He's like, he's like I'm, I'm sh- done. Shit's about to pop off. <laughs> Let me go hide for a little oh. bit. Oh. You deal with this. I'd be here. Bye. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Like, so I'm really. I hope he learns to talk and like becomes more, like, Like, I don't know, like communicable, like Yoda. Yeah. Well, I. I don't. I really. I don't want him to be exactly like. Yeah, I don't want Yoda talk. I really hope that's not a treat with like their people. I I want that just be specific to Yoda, because like I like that Yoda talks like that. I don't want no one else to talk like Yoda. Yep. I don't yep. need, is it, I can't even talk like Yoda. That's how hard it is. Hard it is to talk like Yoda. I did it. Mm, talk like this, you can't. Podcasts you can listen at. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Audible. Favorite places to listen to podcasts. <laughs> That's, that was so hard to say. I had to like think about sentence structure and be like, break it. <laughs> don't understand English anymore. <laughs> so I was trying to think in my head, like, how would a Yoda plug go for us? <laughs> mm, listen, you will. <laughs> yeah. Spotify, Apple, <I'm> Google. <laughs> Available it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Favorite place <Sorry>. listen to? <laughs> you must. But uh, but no, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I've been I've been stoked for Mando season two since I watched the last two seconds of Mando season one. Um, so I think, I, in my opinion, it's probably one of the best, if not best, things to come out of the Disney Star Wars era. I will say it's the best thing to come out of Star Wars Ooh. next to Clone Wars. Okay. I mean that's fair. That's fair, dude. Like both things. Like, like I said, Dave. It's the best live action. Dave Dave Filoni is absolutely amazing, and the fact that you know Mando is a combination of John Favreau and Dave Filoni is like, oh, oh, you take two two guys who know how to make shit, and they're gonna make some shit. (laughs) It' real good. (laughs) It's really good, really really good. Um, but that's all I got for entertainment, man. Anything else that you wanted to add? No, no. I I just want everyone to know I will be watching the boys eventually. I'm just gonna you know wait until it's over, and then last the last episodes up. I'm already watching all the episodes prior. So like, be ready in a month. Be ready. I'll still probably pop in with some things from time to time because I'm watching it as. Oh, excuse me again. Um, as it releases weekly, so I'm gonna try not to spoil too much for Ashton, but I want to be able to talk about it a little bit. It's not out spoilers. It's I, just how I watch TV. Everybody, I know. I, know. I just, like I binging. Get it, I, get it. I get it, but I know quite a few people that are listening and watching and everything are probably like me and watch them as weekly releases. So it'll be it'll be fun to address it still without ruining things. I'm so, so. used to Netflix and just being like, oh, this whole thing is here. Yeah, but it does seem like places are kind of reverting back to, like, Hulu has shows that they only do weekly. Um, I'm not sure if Netflix has done that with anything yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if they start I mean, to. I watch I watch anime, and, like, My Hero is weekly, and it's cool. It's just I don't like the constant fear of hardcore spoils. 
I much rather like little tiny things here and there. That's fine. But like, I'm terrified of someone being like, this happens in the manga. And I'm like, well, cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we'll wrap it up there with the entertainment section. And it is the return of two truths and a lie. We took bah, 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 bah. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna get DMCA again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Copyright Disney Lucasfilm. <laughs> they don't care if his dream works though. They coming. <laughs> don't fuck with Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't do it's it. It's a good movie though. <laughs> it is. It is. It is a really good. It was underrated. I love it's, Kung Fu Panda. I don't is it underrated? Cuz I think it's amazing. I mean, I just think in general like it, it should be getting like it, yeah. it should be getting higher praise for what it is. So, um, but last week we uh, we took off the two truths and a lie just to keep the focus on the Star Wars. It was a long episode. It, it was a very long episode, so we needed to cut in places where it was uh, it was necessary and that was one thing that had to hit the chopping block and and to be honest with you i just i didn't have time to prepare for it so just because we had so much content to get to with the star wars episode but alas we have returned tonight with the two truths and a lie oh and this is a special one may may i add we want you to try and figure it out which is the lie because we have a Amazon gift card on the line. $10. You figure out, you message us with what you think. Your name will be added into the magic hat. So if you are live right now on Twitch, you with us right now, you can go ahead and answer it in the chat uh, after I read them off here. If you are catching us on Spotify, Apple, Google, and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, you can shoot us a message on our Facebook page or post on our Facebook page. Hit us up on Twitter at MLG Podcast. Basically, any one of our social outlets, you want to reach out to us with your guess of what the lie is, you'll be entered into a drawing for the $10 Amazon gift card. And Ashton, when will we be ending it? Let's Probably. just say next podcast. Next podcast. You got a week. Okay, so you got a week. You got a week to get an answer in. Let us know yeah. what you think. So with that said, I will get to my two truths and a lie. Number one, I won an NHL 14 cover design contest, meaning NHL 14, the EA sports game, I designed a cover for as part of a contest, and I won. Number two, I've played NHL with actual NHL players, meaning I've played games online against real NHL players. Number three, I came in the top 50 in an EA NHL tournament. Which All of those sound very plausible, <laughs> especially since I know you. Yes. I know all those are very plausible. <laughs> I know. And I wanted to do one that I thought was like really going to throw you off and throw people off. And it's it's like, yes, yes, knowing how big of a hockey fan I am, how I play NHL religiously. Yeah. And just my ties in general to the hockey community. It's it's uh, it's this this one's going to be tough for people. maybe I'll win the ten dollars. <laughs> maybe you will, Ashton. <laughs> maybe you will win your ten dollars back. <laughs> Here's open. Just kidding. Um so yeah that's it so let us know shoot us a message on any of our social media pages you can even send us a whisper over twitch if you want to if you're not catching this live right now um 
Keep it but, secret. If you figure it out, shh. Ashton, do, do you have? Do you, do you think you have an idea? I won't answer. I won't answer if you're right or wrong. But I think I do. I don't even want to say it. I don't want <laughs> this. A card is on the line. You could buy candy with that Amazon card. You could buy a video game. I don't know. You could. There's actually um, like like Amazon's got some games for cheap sometimes. Yeah. That's Maybe. a sub. You can buy a sub for somebody if you want. I don't know. Maybe sub to us with it. I don't know if you could can. You I don't. Amazon gift card. I don't know. I don't it's know all Amazon. Could, I mean, I, that's true. But I don't know if you could technically use an Amazon gift card to pay for subs. On well, Twitch. you know what? You could pay for Prime and then join us on a there like watch go. watch thing we could do. Yeah, we could do. We could watch. We could watch some stuff together. Yeah. 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 See. See, we're doing it. We're doing it. Yeah. But yeah seriously, people. Um. You know, you want to participate? List them off again, real quick for everyone. <laughs> Design uh, cover, cover design contest, playing with actual NHL players, or coming in top fifty in an EA NHL tournament. Yep. Which one? Pow. Which one? Two of them are true. One of them is not true. So, we will find out the answer on the next episode, and we will find out our winner, who guessed it properly and got their name drawn from the magic mixing hat. Yes. <laughs> I have a hat. It's like this cool Gundam one I got from Japan. I'll show you. I'll pull the hat out live on, on camera. The there we go. Yeah. There we go. See? And we'll have to we'll have to make sure we rustle it up near the microphone so people who are listening will actually hear audio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a bit rustling. It'll actually <laughs> um, but with all that said, it is uh, it is time for us to say our goodbyes. But before we go, again, you can always catch us here on Twitch uh, at 9.30, around 9.30 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday. Um, and then if you are catching us, just the audio portion, listening, our show goes up the following day on Thursdays on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Amazon. Amazon, Audible, like basically everywhere you can listen to a podcast you can find this show uh links are available on all of our social media pages and uh but if you need to search it it is the midlife gamers you search it and you'll be able to find our show um, two quick notes okay Ashton has a couple notes. since releasing podcasts on amazon spotify shares have dropped yes interesting note yes. just to put out there yes and have, did you I know have, you can I find noticed. our podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, <laughs> and Audible, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts? Oh, got that one. That was in. a good one. Thank that you. That was a good one. That was, you're getting good at this. <laughs> you are getting good. Yeah. You are getting good. We have, we, have, we have a guest already, though, for the, the Two Truths and a Lie from somebody yes. in the chat here. Yes, so. we do. Casey Boy, you'll have to find out next week if you're right. You'll have to find out. Your names, your names in the in the in the rain, in possibly. You're, you're you're in the magic hat already. Yeah, yes. The magic Gundam hat. <laughs> magic Gundam hat. Oh, and you know what else I want to plug in? I recently started two Let's Plays. I'm I'm gonna keep it to just playing two. They're set for every day. The schedule is set. One releases at five. One releases at six p.m. EST time. I am currently playing Marvel's Avengers. And the Fallen Order fully for story mode on YouTube. So if you could check that out, that'd be great. Nice. So yep. I've posted links on our social plays and yeah. 
Ashton has really been going ham with the YouTube channel lately. I'm still working on editing some tutorial videos, but I've got some I've got some stuff coming. We got a nice animated logo to add on to videos and stuff too now, so it uh, it's gonna be fun. So definitely, people, check us out on everywhere. We're everywhere. Everywhere. Right we are literally everywhere right on now. On everything. Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. We want to keep doing contests like this yep. for you, too. Um, so again, the more you support, more fun for you. Exactly. And again, big thank you to all of our supporters so far. If you're tuning in live on the Twitch streams, if you're listening on Spotify and everywhere else, um, donations, bits, everything, everything you guys have done for us so far. Just being amazing. in chat sometimes. Yeah, just being here in chat and hanging out with us while we do the show or when either Ashton or I are live streaming our gameplay and you come hang out with us it's and we'll keep repeating this every episode if we have to because we want you guys to know that we are super thankful for everything and all the support you guys have given us so with that all being said thank you so much again guys we will see you next week for episode number 12 <laughs>